podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to Fertile Love of Paul McGrath podcast. It, it it seems like it's been an age since we've been on, but it was only Sunday last. But still, I suppose for us, Paddy, not podcasting in, what, three and a half days is a long time, considering, uh, you know, we just love talking about the villa and stuff like that. And I thought it was only sitting down today, and myself and Paddy were just messaging uh, back and forth about one or two little things that, that potentially we've got coming up. And I went, wait a minute. You haven't done a post-match. You haven't discussed anything about your time over the Brighton game or your feelings in Europe. Hi, do you have, do you have half an hour to jump on there? And that was literally 12 minutes ago. So uh, it was an impromptu, uh, impromptu, impromptu pod. Yeah. pod so I, I, I apologise if I forget to name all the people I met last weekend. But before I start, there's something weird go with the music there for a second. Why so? Did you know it was that? No. So the music no. sounded like me trying to talk last Monday. <laughs> oh, go away. <laughs> maybe maybe no, it was music, just me. Music was fine on my end, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. Anyway. And so, Paddy, that is the trick. That is the trick that you're going to have to play. Actually, first, sorry, before we get into it, before we talk about Paddy's travails through the alehouses of Birmingham over the, over last weekend and uh, how the hell he got in a flight at 6 o'clock in the morning and came home to Ireland and did a day's work is... Uh, is beyond me, but um, I just want to say thank you to everybody. I haven't put anything up on social media yet with regards to it. I've responded back to a couple of people, but our live podcast at this moment in time is sold out. We are currently trying to massage the venue to see if we can get any more uh, more spaces. I know there's quite a lot of people have reached out asking is there if there's any way they can get tickets or if, if, if more tickets come on sale and stuff like that. We are definitely looking into that at the moment. Probably should know more maybe by the end of the weekend, I would hope, uh, maybe start the next week. But uh, I just want to say thank you so much to everybody. Um, myself and Paddy didn't think we'd be able to to fill the, um, you know, a, a phone box, never mind the venue, you know. And and uh, it's just been, it's just been, and I know I keep on saying it, and I genuinely mean it from the bottom of my heart. It's been really humbling. It's been really, um, you know, uh how would I say it? Uh, appreciated, I think, the, the support that everybody um, has shown the podcast and, and the live podcast. And I know there's a lot of people probably at the Claret and Blue podcast tonight with the guys from Birmingham Mail. And I know they're going to put on a super night there as well. And uh, social, we we still have some special guests to announce. By design, we haven't announced them just yet, but uh, uh, they are coming. They are coming. Well, the announcement. You know, Joe, what, Neil? That's that's what makes me the happiest because the people people are coming to watch. Myself and yourself and Simon and Dan and Max and there's a couple more to come. No, I thought you were gonna fucking <laughs> I thought you I just there. No, I wouldn't do that. He I wouldn't do that. Slip. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna drive. The other, to the other three guys decided to announce themselves, so uh, we, we we'll save the other the other couple for 
for when yeah. flights are booked and everything is is up and running. So we'll we'll, we'll hang tough on that one. But uh, yeah, at least we've got a surprise for the people who the, the, those over two hundred people that have booked tickets. It's yeah. just absolutely mind blowing. But uh, yeah, absolutely amazing and really looking forward to it. And I met so many people over the weekend. I went, you'll have to come to Birmingham and do one. Yes, we absolutely will. We'll come to Birmingham, we'll do one. We'll we'll talk absolute shite for as long as you want. And <laughs> we'll we'll bring a few guests with us as well. And uh, everybody is welcome. And I'm, I'm sure it'll be a lot cheaper to book a venue in Birmingham as well. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is one thing anyway. Um, yeah, there's there's this famous thing. Okay, I won't bore you guys too much, but there's this famous uh, um, standoff. It was a national standoff essentially that was had between Garth Brooks, the country and western singer, and uh, essentially the Irish government. Check it out. And now I feel he's paid. I feel he's paid for a lot of reasons. This is more to do with noise pollution and and residents. But uh, also there was castings and stuff like that involved, and I feel he's paying with regards to that. You don't even have to go back that far. There's, there's the same reason Katie Taylor, Taylor Katie yeah. Taylor didn't fight in Croke Park, yeah. Yeah, but look, yeah. I don't think we'll ever get to have to worry about filling Croke Park, but to, to fill our to fill our little <laughs> venue, I think is pretty amazing now at this stage. Exactly. Yeah, and I just want to say thank you to everybody who has reached out and and uh, you know is is excited about the about the. Uh, about the gig as well, we're also excited about it, and uh, we hope it's going to be a great night, uh, a great midday, and then into the night afterwards for the party <laughs> afterwards. But anyway, less about us and more about this fantastic Aston Villa team that we have, and this fantastic manager. And in the last four days, there's been there's been a buzz, there's been a superb buzz. Um, we purposely haven't done a season review yet, and, and the reason being is because I wanted to kind of do it right. I suppose we could have waxed lyrically, so we're not really going to go back on the season review uh, just yet. But we want to talk, as I said, Paddy was at the game at the weekend. For my money, I'm watching it on TV, on the edge of my seat, uh, chewing my fingers off my hands, never mind chewing my fingernails. Um, the atmosphere sounded absolutely fantastic. And Paddy, I know you put down a good weekend, so tell us about the weekend that you had, um, you know, and the build-up, I suppose, the atmosphere, and then the aftermath of the game while you were at it. Oh, sure, look, it was an absolute cracker of a weekend. We went over early Saturday. Myself and Noel and Ronan met in Dublin Airport. And um, myself and my son were there early. My son, Stephen, who was named after Steve Staunton. And we had just ordered our first drink. Well, I had a pint and he had a Diet Coke. And who arrives on the scene? Only Steve Staunton. And I think at that point, I realised, you know what? All this the stars are lying in here for a, a magnificent weekend. So we, we got to have a good chat with Steve Stone and we took a we took a picture with, with the two Stevens. And uh yeah, it just it just got the, the weekend off to an amazing start. And um all the Irish guys arrived. We met a lot of guys from the Longford Lions arrived mm-hmm. on in, in Dublin Airport. Um just really great crack, re- really great fun. And uh, yeah, on to, on, on to Birmingham and on to, uh, on to, we went to the Witten Arms, we went to the club shop, we went to the Aston Tavern, we went to the Aston Inn, we went to the Sacred Heart. Um, I think the only local pub we didn't get to was the Barton Arms and, uh, and, and Shanahan's, which were on the menu, but we didn't actually get there. But uh, we, we had a great night. We went off into, um, off into Digbeth. We met some great people. Um, a guy called Derek Dean who listens to the podcast from from Wexford, um, tagged along with his, his son Dara. 
you know what I'm like with, with names, Neil. I think his name was Dara. Dara's but, a good uh, solid name for for a son. Yeah. Isn't yeah, it just isn't it son. just so uh I hope I haven't just mixed those two up just because there's another Dara in the world. But um yeah, we we just we just had the most amazing night and and we, we met a, a an Aussie friend who tagged along who watches the podcast and we had to wake him up a few times in the pub. You notice I haven't said his name because I don't want him to uh to have to um hide this from somebody else. But he, he was heading on to Sligo for the weekend and he uh yeah, he fell asleep with us in the pub, so he couldn't keep up with our uh, our Irish drinking. But uh it was nice to introduce him to a decent session. In fairness, you know, the, the thing about about Australians is that you know the way when we drink beer. Uh, it goes down a certain way, so it turns a certain way as it goes down your esophagus. With Australians, it turns the opposite way. So when they're drinking our beer, they get drunk faster. I think that's what it is. I think I read that somewhere, isn't it? I think I read that somewhere that that's that that that's what happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like the pictures and the and, and the videos will never be shared in here uh, that I received over the weekend. Um, I would I will be honest. If any of you guys ever befriend Paddy Kelly. Um, he, I don't know whether he does it on purpose or whether he does it, whether it's by design or by or, or, or uh, by fault. Uh, but uh, he really brings out the FOMO in you, the fear of missing out with all, <laughs> with all of the, the 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 pictures and the and and the videos. And geez, I must say, by um, definitely by seven o'clock in the evening, I had I definitely had a fair dose of FOMO and on Sunday afternoon uh, after the game because Paddy, the as I say on TV, it was just it, it sounded brilliant. You know, it does. Those last couple of minutes, specifically when, um, I suppose when, when the the however many minutes was it seven minutes, six minutes was announced at the very end of the game, and then Villa got a throw in, and I remember the roar from the crowd, like it was just it was so loud even through the TV, it must have had the hair sticking up in your back uh, during the game, Paddy, was it? Oh, it was absolutely incredible, and to be at the game in a very sober state and i'll get to why i was sober in a while but uh i was fairly sober at the game and i can totally tell you that at a couple of occasions throughout the day there was tears in my eyes from from arriving along to the stadium at, at three o'clock and seeing the team come in with all these people absolutely lining the streets it was it was it was like something you see you know the the Champions League nights at at, uh, at Anfield or um, Turkish you know, teams. What I Turkish saw the first thing I was, yeah, you, you versus Galatasaray or something like yeah. that. It was Pyro and and when when uh, when Brighton and Hove Albion arrived, it was fuck the Albion. They were singing and it was just it was good crack as well as being probably very intimidating for them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'd love them to be. In, I know we saw a couple of seconds probably taken out of context as well of, of the players on the bus and I'll reserve judgment on that because it, you know we only saw a couple of seconds of it but uh I would say that would have been the absolute pinnacle for a lot of those players you know at that point I'm, I'm thinking of two players in particular I'm thinking of Tyrone Mings I'm thinking of John McGinn who are here since the championship who have us up here where we are now heading into Europe and it's just incredible for those two guys who who are obviously the captain, and for a lot of people, so our captain is uh, is Tyrone Mings as well. And you know, it's brilliant for them. And it was just quite emotional to watch those scenes. 
Um, I think I mentioned it on the team sheet tantrum to watch uh, the big lad Nathan Daw in the middle of everything, yeah. just being a fan in the middle yeah, of everything. And all everyone is doing is just putting a phone up and taking a picture of him behind him, and he's just singing along Villa till I die. It's absolutely amazing, incredible. The hair stood up the back of my neck. I just thought it was incredible. And then the minute the minute the the teams come onto the pitch was just it was a different world. It was like Champions League football. That's the only way I can describe it. I've been to many Champions League games. I've been to World Cups. I've been to Champions League finals. But to be there when that kind of noise is being belted out for your team, it's, it's as close as it was to the win at Wembley. Um, the two wins at Wembley back in the 90s, even though it was pissing rain on them days. But, you know, it was just everything about the day from the sunshine to everybody in good form to arriving along in, into the fan zone in front of the Trinity, you know, the band band there, ska band playing uh, LA, LA, LA. It was just... Incredible stuff. Just all these things just keep flashing back into my mind about the weekend. And it was just an amazing less than 48 hours that I that I spent out of the country because obviously I had to be back on Sunday on Monday morning very early to, to do a bit of work. Um I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't as productive as I probably should have been, but employed I as opposed to, you were employed as opposed to working, Penny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but I got my work done, I got through it. Paddy, you mentioned it was a ska band playing LA, 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 that they didn't play our entrance tune, our, our award-winning uh, entrance tune. Entrance well, I was, was going to, there were so many of these signs going, uh, can I have your short? I was going to turn one of them around and, and write the name of uh, our song and see what they play it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a bit of crack, guys. You guys might have seen on Twitter, there was a bit of crack. Um uh the where there was a poll up uh with regards to the best entrance music or the best intro tune and i was messing and i was slagging slagging everyone and said that ours is definitely the best and then would, we would in the poll it was a bit, bit of crack so that's where we're going with that and for anybody because i think i think just shy of the population of of uh south sudan has asked my has asked what the actual um uh what the actual song is and it's called propaganda by P.E.G. and the Rejected, and the reason that I picked the song number one was because the band were were called the Rejected. So uh, that was <laughs> that was exactly how we were feel, how I was feeling at the time. Um, but that's the name of the song. Yeah, what a bit of crack. Uh, anyway, with that poll, what was that? Oh, only thing missing was seeing Tyrone on the train platform and the full kid on Monday morning. Well, I'm gonna tell you why I put why I put this comment up now, and the reason being is <laughs> we, we'll come back to the match itself in a minute. But after the game. I played on the pitch in a in a yeah. in a game for for Lions clubs, and I walked back to the Aston Inn in my full kit, shin guards, everything, all the way back to the Aston Inn. Um, everybody was so high on emotion. My son was going, "Why is nobody even looking at you?" And I went, "Because they don't care." Everybody was just buzzing, absolutely buzzing. And we got into the pub and then a couple of people had realised I was standing there in shin guards and the whole lot before I went up and had a quick shower and back down for a few points. But uh, yeah, it's just an incredible situation. Absolutely mm. incredible. Um, the buzz, the, the the atmosphere, the just everyone was so jovial. Everyone was just enjoying themselves. It was, a, you know, everything the club did from, from, from welcoming the team in the way they were to 
you know, at the end, everybody coming out, Unai Emery doing that for the first time, addressing the crowd, it was just mind-blowing, absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah, that, the Unai Emery, uh, and, and you know what, there was a lot made about, about it before the game, about, you know, obviously getting there beforehand, cheering the bus into the, into the ground, which was fantastic, it happened. And there was a small bit of chatter about, don't go on the field afterwards because if you do, the, the team won't get their lap of honor. If we do our lap of appreciation, if if we do happen to do it, and then secondly, I think everybody wanted the microphone to go to the Spanish maestro himself <laughs> and to give us that and to give us those few words. And you know, it's so, isn't it so? I suppose the 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 one eighty turn from when he was he was appointed, not just with the club. Sorry, I'm not even going down the road with the one eighty turn for the club, but. When he was appointed, everybody, not, not Villa fans, uh, outside of Villa fans, this came straight up with the good evening jokes and all that. And now us as Villa fans, and as I say, yes, there was there was an element of, of tongue-in-cheek from some Villa fans. It was it was, it was grand, but like everybody knew that uh, Una Emery was going to pan out uh, after the first couple of games. And now we hang on, now what I personally would say, I hang on his every word, because I think that even though his command of the English language is getting better and better and better, you can still see his thought process when he talks and his thought process makes sense and he's not a blame merchant and he's, you know, he's he's quite forthright and he's quite honest in what he says, I think, at times. So uh, it's great for him to get the microphone and, and uh, you know, say what you like. You've, once again, I've seen other clubs say that we're, we're, we're tin pot for celebrating, finishing seventh. Um, look, fuck him. That's what I say. Uh, we can celebrate whatever we want, considering we were in the doldrums when he took over. He's done an amazing job. And and to be realistic about it, when Pep Guardiola, Guardiola won the Manager of the Year Award, which I think I always thought he was going to, you know, to me, the, the Manager of the Year was Unai Emery because he had to change the mindset of a whole club. He had to get him to believe in, believe in him after they've had to try and believe in. Uh, a, a manager couldn't do that previously. And... Uh, he basically did a year's work in six months and uh you know that to me is fantastic and he didn't have to go and spend half a billion on um exactly. on, on players exactly. over a 10-year period you know and so, look, so. Ima- imagine imagine the goal of the premier league given manager of the year to a man who they've basically said your club has over 100 uh potential alleged convictions against you for financial breaches and they just give them the reward, the awards like that. When when guys like Roberto De Zerbi came in and did a fantastic job, absolutely fantastic job. Spoke really well about Aston Villa too at the weekend and fair play to him. Mm. And and our man, our man, did nothing short of a miracle. Like you just tips twenty. How did the year before? Um, hundred percent. hundred percent. It's been absolutely amazing. And as for people slagging us for for celebrating finishing seventh, they don't realise what we've been through for the last ten years, twelve years, thirteen years, whatever it is. We have been absolutely through the shit, and I mean pulled through the shit of sleepless nights, wondering if we even had a fucking club, and now mm-hmm. here we are playing European football, or at least playing in a playoff to play with European football. And I'm not one bit worried about it because this man is just capable of miracles. So we just got to ride the wave, see who he brings in. 
lot of talk of Asensio. I'm not even going to talk about Asensio. We'll, 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 we'll do a 10-minute wrap-up on, on, the, on the transfers, I think, at the end. We'll, uh, we'll, for sure. Yeah, we'll, yeah. But, like, there's, there's nothing to talk about. But at the, end, at the end of the day, there's no decision being made. You're just, you're just listening to, uh, to celebrities telling you that it's made. It's, uh, there's no decision being made on that. So until that's done, dusted, I, I, have, I have no interest in even talking about it. The only thing I want to talk about tonight is how fucking amazing Unai Emery is and how amazing our club is and how amazing is it that going back six months, seven months ago, where the two of us sat after that Fulham game, literally steam coming out of our ears and now look here we are having achieved this amazing feat to get into Europe. Yes, I know it's the conference. Yes, if you're a Man United fan or a Man City fan in the comments, you'll never get this. You won't get it. You'll never get it. But the thing is, this is only the beginning. So to be in the situation we're in, getting into the Conference League, and here we are, staring down the barrel of what could be another epic season ahead with potentially huge signings coming through the door. I have no doubt we're going to break our transfer record this, this summer. And there's a lot going on, a lot going on. And I'm just looking forward to sitting back and relaxing and enjoying it. I'm not going to get anyway excited or depressed over some alleged signing coming in or not coming in. Because at the end of the day, we we did that in January. We questioned why did he sell Danny Ings. Now, don't get me wrong, that could have went tits up if, if Watkins had picked up an injury. It didn't happen. Thankfully, and Watkins went on an amazing run and had an amazing second half of the season. But we could have very easily have been really, really worried about how where the goals are going to come from. But all credit to our manager who made that decision that he wasn't going to break the bank and do anything stupid in January, and he didn't need to. He got he got us into Europe, yeah. and you know everybody's happy. Absolutely, and, and like you know me, hey, spoiler alert in case in case there's new new fans of the podcast. I'm going to talk about everybody we're linked to because, as I say, I enjoy trying to. And that's fine. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy enjoy looking at the players. I enjoy looking at what they can bring to the club. And I suppose you know whether it is true or whether it isn't true um, that we're being linked with certain players and stuff. It's kind of it's kind of interesting to see the types of players the players are. Maybe maybe when you're looking at them in comparison to what we have already, um, it just kind of gives you a kind of a look and go, okay, maybe. Maybe we don't sign like, and, and we probably won't sign a guard, and we will probably won't sign a Joe Felix or anybody like that. I, I, I don't think that that we will, or uh, there's nothing that suggests we will at this moment in time. But when you look at those types of players, you know, there are players similar to them that may be cheaper. There are players that have similar traits to them that we may be able to sign that can come in, and you know, can do a job for the club. And when I say do a job for the club, I mean elevate the club like Alex Moreno did. Like, we all sat here, me included, you included, everybody included, Paddy. I think we all kind of sat here and went, what the hell is he doing spending 15 million on a left back? And I know that, look, I, I know that you can, you know, uh, uh, you can, I'm not going to say get lucky, but he knows the players he wants, he knows the types of players he wants, he knows the idiosyncrasies, the, the attributes of players that, that he wants. And I think that's more important to him than getting the name if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, look, as I say, we'll still, I, I'll still do do podcasts and, and, and the majority of people we've been linked to, I've just realised again that I haven't done anything on Harvey Barnes. I've seen his name come up there a couple of times in the, in, in, in the comments. So, I must put, I've got something put together. I just haven't had a chance to, um, to, to record it yet. 
Um, I think he's very much somebody who could be in the running to be, to be an Aston Villa player. Um, but look, as I say, we'll we'll talk about everybody as we're linked, and then we'll get excited when they sign. That's kind of the way. That's 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 my um my methodology. Since my since my fingers were burnt with Rodrigo Bentancourt because I got so excited about us potentially signing him uh, at that that point in time, um, I've kind of pulled back my um uh, my excitement about links and talk more about the player themselves. I suppose more so than. Uh, well, the, the, the best the best thing we can say about Rodrigo Bentancourt at this stage is would you swap him for Bubukar Kamara? Not a fucking chance. No. Well, I'd, <laughs> I, I, I'd swap him for Dendonker, you know, and that's, <laughs> and that's no slight in Dendonker, but Rodrigo Bentancourt, I, I genuinely believe one of the reasons that Kante couldn't get Spurs home in this season was because he didn't have his deep line playmaker on Bentancourt um, because he's been injured for most of, most of the season. Hybear came in. Oliver Skip was playing alongside Javier at times. And, you know, it, it's they're a completely different animal if they have a, a Bentecourt in there with his passing ability and his ability to break up break up play. Um, but, uh, look, pff, I'm not going to be worried too much about Spurs and what they did and what they didn't, what they didn't uh, do um, in, in, in the transfer market to try and, try and address that situation because they had Basuma there all year as well and they just didn't yeah. play him. So, you know, um, it swings around about from that point of view. Paddy? Um, oh, I had a question for you. Oh, yes, the permutations we've we've kind of switched as a fan base to the permutations about what could happen or what couldn't happen to get into seventh place. And now, as a fan base, and I, I, I me included, the permutations about whether we're going to be seeded for the Euro, for the conference league playoffs or not is um is is now on the menu. And it, you know what? You want a quantum physics degree to be able to, to, to get to the bottom of it. But I think we're at the stage whereby we're rooting for FC Cluj in the in the um, Romanian <laughs> Cup final to lose. And we're rooting for Fenerbahce to win the um, the, the Turkish final. So yeah. Krakowia, I think, are, are, are the team we want to win in the... In the, in the uh, Krakowia? Yeah, I Krakow think it's Krakow. Is that where Tom Hanks is from? Yeah, Krakowia or whatever it was. Yeah, in the terminal. What a great film that is, by the way. The terminal. And Tom Hanks, Villa fan, of course. Sure. There's yeah. the link. That's why we should be we should be, uh, we should be cheering for them anyway. Um, but yeah, we're looking for those. If those two things happen, then we become seeded. But you know, if you kind of looking at it and look, whether we're seeded or whether we're not, we're still going to be playing a pretty decent team, you know. And um, we're still going to be playing a pretty decent team. But no matter what team we play, and Juventus mightn't even be in. The conference league yet if uh i think there's like there's still somewhere roma can can oh no roma torino. won last night it knocks them out there's still a round of um of yeah. la liga games and Serie A games so it's still it's still a bit too early to be worrying about it and i certainly didn't watch that last night cheering for absolute shithouse of of jose Mourinho's teams because my mind went back 20 years ago to when he was performing that absolute shit against Celtic in, in a Europa Cup final. So uh, I, I kind of did a little fist pump when uh, when they lost on penalties because I'm certainly not worried about who are playing in, in any playoff mm -hmm. because no matter no matter what happens, we, we're, uh, we're on the up. Oh, it'll be... Who's won tonight? <laughs> yeah, so that's... Yeah, yeah, so that's that one, guy. I'd be more worried about playing Bodo Glint than playing Juventus. 
At least you know what you're going to get. <laughs> well, Juventus, Juventus are, are going to have to let half their midfield go on free and either free transfers yeah, yeah. or let them let their loans go back. They're they're not in a great position financially, and if they don't sign, don't sell Dusan Vlavic, you know they're not going to be able to strengthen the team. So they've they've got stuff to think about there as well. Um, albeit they would be formidable. The team I would be I would least like to get is uh, I don't I wouldn't like to have to travel to Turkey to Fenerbahce. I really wouldn't. Um, you know, a, a, a team like that. But then again, look at the end of the day, we've gone to Anfield, we've gone to we've gone to Old Trafford, we've gone, uh, we've gone to the Etihad, we've gone, we've gone to teams who are better, bigger teams, not bigger teams. Exactly. I was say, like exactly. you know, better teams, teams that play as uh, at a better level, and we've we've performed admirably there as well, and we still have additions to come in. So you know, from that point of view, and look, we might very easily get locked out in the in 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 the playoff. But at the end of the day, it's uh, it's all about the progress the club has made, you know. And players will join us prior to that, um, based on the fact that we're in those playoff playoffs. So bring anybody on. That's what I say. Bring them all on, and uh, and we let the cards fall where they may. Um, um, we didn't say too much about the game itself. No. Um, because we got, kind of got sidetracked and whatever. But uh, look, it's. Uh, you 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 went on after the game and spoke about it. I I, Barely. I, I watched through my my tight fingers trying to see. <laughs> I was just so worried and so the the euphoria, the pain, the the hassle of the VAR ruling out their goal, that that little weasel in in Ciso, Oh my God! If I want if I wanted to hit someone on Saturday, it was him on Sunday. You what a horrible The way he celebrated in front of the Villa crowd was disgusting. Bearing in mind that he was uh, visibly shaken by the noise at one stage and uh, thought he was being hit from behind because the noise was that loud. So um, it was nice to put him back in his box. I was absolutely so disgusted with him. But uh, not as disgusted as I was with the performance of a certain person because... I remember at one stage, just before kickoff, saying to my son, what's needed here now is cool heads and warm hearts. And the person that needed a cool head and warm heart the most was the fucking idiot that they put in the middle of the pitch with a whistle, and he didn't have it. Did I know? Did I he know? was fucking useless. Absolutely useless. He was a disgrace, an absolute disgrace. And not just a disgrace for Villa, a disgrace for both teams. He was so poor. He couldn't get anything right, no matter what he did. You know, he's booking booking Villa players for for their first tackle. Booking book Tyro Mings when it wasn't even a foul. Let three or four fouls go by um, by Webster. He let Gross get in his face five or six times in the first half, and literally tell him what he was supposed to do. It was just nuts. It was absolutely mm-hmm. nuts. The, the, you know, it was completely lost on him, the occasion that was, was happening on Sunday. And it absolutely annoyed the shit out of me. But thankfully, yeah. thankfully, it didn't cost us in the end. No, it didn't. A couple of offsides went our way, um, you know, which rightly so, because, you know, I, I don't consider yeah. those lucky. I don't consider those well, lucky. Because I don't, I don't consider them going our way either. I consider them yeah, being that's what I meant the, to say. the rules. Yeah, yeah, and the rules. Yeah. And also the fact that we, it's well known that we play that, that offside trap, you know. So mm. if you're going to, if you're going to fall into the trap, you're going to fall into the trap. Uh, it was nervy though, seeing the lines be drawn and stuff like that. But, um, 
Yeah, look, well, it, it, was, it was well for you being able to see the lines because we didn't know what was being looked at. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? and, I'm, and, and, and for the Undav goal, like the lines, like it was from bloody bird's eye view where they drew the lines from, you know, like so you couldn't tell what was what, you know. And yeah, and, but look, as I say, I think you might have been on site for that. I think it was, uh, it was, it was a, a nice little finish, and um, it didn't, you know, at the end of the day, we won 2 1. So I, yeah. I, I'm not dwelling on and, that. And the goal came from that, that Ming's yellow card that wasn't even a free kick, yes, correct, yeah, 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 yeah no. correct. So so it he, was he yeah. absolutely he absolutely did affect the game more than he should have but uh yeah but look i think i've given him enough air, air time at the moment the most important thing is the men we put on the pitch did the job um i want to give a special mention to a person who i've slated throughout the season and that's leon bailey what a fucking pass for that goal what a pass to jacob ramsey for that goal mm. you have to so many people stopped me on Sunday after the game. Went, what about Bailey's pass? You have to say that. And I went, look, if I, if I'm gonna call someone out, I have to tell. Them, I have to say it as yeah. it is when it happens. He played it. No, he didn't do a whole lot else in the game. But boy, God, did he pick that pass? Absolutely yeah. incredible. It was a super pass. It really was. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was. Look, look, it was. Uh, I, I'm going to be really honest with you. I'm sitting here going. I don't even remember the pass, Paddy. I think there was really? a, there was about there was a, no because I haven't watched the game back again. There was about a forty-five minute period after the game, whereby I was just on such a euphoric high. It was like in Men in Black where they got that little pen and they pressed it and it flashed before your eyes, and you kind of forgot what happened. You forgot the details of what happened, and I'm sitting here going, "I actually, I don't remember that pass at all. I remember Jacob Ramsey scoring and uh, and so on, but." Maybe now it's time to go back and watch the game again. But um, like, just I watch the goal. Just watch the goal. I watched. The goal. I, watched, I, watched the, I watched the game back because, as you know, I watched the game from very low behind the, the goal in the whole end. So I have to watch these games back. But watch, watch the goal. Oh my god! What oh a pass. yeah, it was outside of the right foot, was it? It was that one. Yeah, I think I remember it now. Yeah. Was yeah, it yeah, outside yeah, the right foot? I think. I, I, anyway, doesn't, doesn't matter. It's just incredible pass. Absolutely incredible pass. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think, Paddy. There was something else I wanted to say. There was another topic I wanted to discuss as well, uh, on top of the game. But I don't think I'm going to remember it. It's a, uh, it's been a long day. It's been, a, it's been a long day for me already. It's been uh, a long week. It's been a long week, yeah, and, and yeah. still, still trying to to come to terms with uh, everything that's uh, gone on in the last few days. Um, that's why I can't get to any any emotion about the. Uh, the, the signings or prospective signings or whatever is happening, you know, met some amazing people over the weekend, met a lovely couple from Wexford, Lisa and Liam O'Leary, um, met Derek, as I said, who was following us around, our, our Aussie mate who was who was, uh, who was was with us as well, following us around, but not what I meant, obviously Derek yeah, was invited yeah, you know. to go everywhere with us, um, our, our Aussie mate on Saturday night getting absolutely drunk, we met um, two cousins from... Uh, one that live from Birmingham, living in Cork. One from Wexford, living in Canterbury. Natalie and Grace on on Sunday night in the Witten Arms, and uh, yeah, just just to meet all these amazing people. Um, not not all of them listen to the podcast, but uh, found out very no. soon. Found out very soon about the podcast, so we told them to uh, to listen in. So I said I'd give them a shout out and 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 say thank you for your 
your uh, hosp hospitality over the weekend. Yeah, absolutely, and and uh, yeah, as uh, Paddy was, Paddy was uh, that that was one thing he said. Like you know, no matter where you went, the the, the crack was ninety, as we say here in Ireland, and uh, it was great to meet all those people. Kieran, you're dead right. Neil, you need to make make some notes of what you want. If I'm going to do a live podcast, I'm definitely going to have to going to have to have talking points written down somewhere at least for that because my mind does tend to ramble. But um, yeah, a quarter to four start this morning has me. Um, my mind is mush. I'm going to be honest with you. Three and a half weeks of of uh, two under two has my mind completely and utterly stamped into the ground. They've broken me mentally. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I think we have to arrange a couple of days off before this live show and do a bit of rehearsing and get everything. I've, I've the week before and the week week after booked off already. Anyway, so it's uh, <laughs> uh, gotta be thinking, Paddy. You gotta be thinking. Um, but anyway, listen. Uh, I think we're gonna leave it at that because I'm gonna devolve into no sense whatsoever. And as you guys can hear, I'm a bit low energy today. I'm a bit more uh, having a conversation. With my mother more so than having a conversation down the pub today that's that's kind of the, the level of voice <laughs> that, I, that i'm using at the minute um but uh, i just want to say thanks very much everybody for everything over the course of the whole season um i'm going to i, I probably unless something breaks over the weekend or unless we're linked with somebody and um, we get the harvey barons podcast out uh probably tomorrow and uh, then I probably won't have anything out over the weekend. But um, as you can see, I'm still not back in my house, but should be back in my house next week at some stage. And then just with having my whole setup, it'll just be easier for me to start podcasting from there again. So yeah. uh, we'll ramp it up. But you know what, Neil? It probably came at a good a good time because everybody else is putting out their uh, their end of season podcast, and we we'll reserve judgment to next week, and we'll. We'll sit and we'll be measured and we'll 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 do a bit of thinking and we'll we'll get it right because over the last four days I really haven't been in the form for any thinking. All I've wanted to do is celebrate. So uh yeah, it's 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 all good. It's it's all happiness. Um we're in a really good place. We're we're heading into an amazing summer. I'm looking forward to reminiscing about everything that's happened, especially mm -hmm. over the last six months, and then Taking a little rest and moving on to next season. John Steele said, Paddy scored in front of the Holt. I once scored in front of the Vatican. <laughs> that was something very different. There's, there's, there's a full podcast in that. In that oh, just, dear. Those two sentences, John, there's a full podcast in that. The Vatican. Hmm, you've piqued my interest. Let's very go for a point at some stage. You need to go for a point at some stage. And Jerry, uh, Jerry Garrity asks, where's the live show? The live show is on in Dublin. It's on in uh, the Laughter Lounge in Dublin. Um, that's the venue that, that, that's on in Eden Key um, on the 9th of September and as I say um, we're, we're efforting as they say uh, as the Americans say to try and get uh, squeeze in a couple of more seats and tables um, into, the, into the venue and we will let everybody know ASAP and when that happens um, you know hopefully we will <coughs> excuse me we'll be able to get a couple more spaces in there if anybody wants to come along as I say um <laughs> We, we definitely didn't expect it to sell out in a week. <laughs> that's, that's a thing for sure. Definitely didn't expect that. That's why that's why we actually put it on the 9th of September. He said, we give it a bit of time now because it's going to take ages you know, for these tickets to start going. And then, bang, six days, all tickets are gone. So uh, thanks a million once again for everybody for that. I, I really appreciate it. And um, as I said, we're pressure's on now to put on a good night and a good show for uh, for everybody on the 9th of September. Isn't it just? But, um, uh, I'll leave this one to you, Neil. I completely missed that one. 
so Michael says, thank you so much, Michael, for, for that. Gents, I don't know if you know how good you are, and I'm surprised. I'm not surprised you saw it out. I would have travelled if possible as my hero is Eamon, Eamon DC, Villa legend. Thank you so much, Michael, for the um for, for the kind words, and thank you so much for the super chat as well. And you're probably right. We don't know. We, we, we don't think we're very good at all. So um, we just like talking about Aston Villa, as I say. And I think, Neil, the next, the next time we go over, we have to pre-book Michael Huggins because he's a busy man. Yes, to come and, absolutely. Come and, have, yeah. come and have a couple of beverages with us absolutely. on whatever night we get I there. Think so too. Yeah, yeah, I think so too, for sure. Um, yeah, about 2040 is when they'll probably be off the hook <laughs> to, to get over again. Yeah, and I'm not saying that, and that doesn't mean 8:40 p.m. No, I'm talking 20. Yeah, that might be when I'm off the hook to, to, to get over again. But um, absolutely, no, no, I would. Uh, I'd love to get back over again, get meet everybody, and and say hello. So Jerry, um, Jerry has said he'll be there. He's from Mayo. Jerry. The tickets are sold out, but send us a message, and I promise you, we won't hold it against you that you're from Mayo. All is good. <laughs> yeah, we'll, as I said, we will we'll know by the probably by the end of the weekend, early next week, if there's more tickets going to be going on sale anyway. So yeah, keep an eye on us and on, on Twitter, and uh, we put it up here on YouTube as well for people who don't have Twitter who only uh, watch on YouTube and stuff like that. We just put up an announcement on YouTube as well, um. So keep an eye on those, and that means subscribe to the podcast, hit the hit the bell, and uh, you'll be notified ASAP because. Uh, I don't know whether it could be 10 tickets, it could be 30 tickets, you know, it could be 50 tickets. I don't know what, what the situation is. It could be two tickets. I don't know. Um, so we're waiting for the venue to come back on that for us. As Michael well. said he'll join us, um, but he, he doesn't drink. That's absolutely that's okay fine, too. Michael. Michael, Neil no, one said either. You, no one said you were having the beverages. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We're beginning to ramble. We're beginning to ramble. So I'm going to let everybody back to the Thursday night, uh, afternoon, evening, or morning, depending on where you guys are in the world. Uh, once again, thanks to million for absolutely everything over the course of the year. Um, I'll probably I'll do a pre-recorded podcast on Harvey Barnes, try and get it out tomorrow at some stage, and then uh, we'll be back with more regular um, and more more kind of structured podcasting and podcasting then maybe next week and, and onwards into the summer. But once again, everybody, thank you so much. In the interim, stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. And, of course, I forgot my outro. Here we go. Sports Social Podcast Network.